Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Barbecue Forte. Hello. You, you've messed up too bad already. <laughs> and we are brought to you by Pro-Q, Barbecue Gourmet and Smoke with Shaq, our awesome sponsors. Pro-Q is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under Pro-Q Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade or even looking to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with the top championship winning barbecue rubs sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world and you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet so regardless of how you cook whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round and Smoke with Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time they provide the smoky goodness and you provide the talent so if you're looking for smoking wood chunks dust, chips or planks then head over to smokewoodshack.com and you can find them on Twitter at smokewoodshack and we actually have James from Smokewood Chuck here with us today. Hi, James. Hi, Chaps. Are you okay? Yeah, we're really good, thanks. How about you? No, I'm good, actually. I'm just taking a break, actually. I've just got all the orders out and uh, just taking the time having a coffee and um, trying to do a few emails, yeah. Nice. So, uh, everything's good. <laughs> and we've really interrupted. We actually, I'm going to put it out there, we... we uh, We've rung him up on the on the actual wrong days, but he's kindly <laughs> enough gonna gonna entertain us for the next hour and chat to us. So he's been very kind and uh, and accepted it. We've interrupted him on his, on, like he said, he's having a, trying to have a little break there. And we've just really interrupted, but he's gonna accommodate us and give us an hour of awesomeness. We'll certainly go for it anyway. We'll see what we do. So we might get interrupted with the dog going ballistic, but we'll play it by ear. So uh, let's see how we get on. Cool. Can we kick off, James? Have you given us a little bit about your background of like, what got you into this stuff? Purely by accident. Um, I've always barbecued for ever since I was a little one. You know, the, the normal burgers, sausages and chicken and all the rest of it. And then we went to the States and had an absolutely fantastic holiday. And we saw the difference of obviously smoked foods and barbecue, etc. So came back over here and uh, I went to Costco and they had one of these great big offset smokers, which I uh, I just had to buy. And then I think it, you know, my passion went from there. But unfortunately, it was a case of I struggled to find products and uh, I think I was just complaining to my wife. And she said, well, instead of complaining, do something about it. So I did. It was a case of, you know, took the business, started the business, and it's grown steadily over the months and over the past couple of years, which we've been, you know, operating now, yeah. So it's been a, it's been a passion. It's been a lot of hard work, and there's been a lot of learning curves, you know, because like I say to people, and, and just before you actually contacted me, uh, I'm just sending an email to a chap and, you know, just explaining the differences of the different woods, the flavours, you know, and, and what makes smoking wood slightly different to firewood that you get, basically, you know. So, yeah, it's, it was interesting. Hmm. So you've got got now a real insight into different types of wood and what goes well with different foods and stuff like that? I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm an expert. I don't like the word expert, you know, when somebody says they're an expert. To me, X is something that was an expert to drip under pressure. So <laughs> I'm certainly not an expert. But, you know, I have a play around and I experiment. And, you know, uh, if I've got a wood which I'm not sure on, 
I send it off to people and say, look, tell me what you think of this and what the flavour's like and is it any good? And then if it's any good, you know, I'll get more of it in and I'll put it out for general sale. You know, I won't just buy anything that's rubbish or... Yeah, I've seen uh, grapevine, sorry, grapevine floating around the uh, the forums a little bit from you guys. Is that something that's going to be uh, coming out? Yeah, we've got that on. We've sent some, uh, some of that off to... Um, to the doctor who you had on, I think on episode 10. So, um, cause he mentioned that he used grapevine. So, uh, I put that on Twitter and a couple of people said, yeah, you know, that's such and such a person uses this. So I dropped him, um, a quick Twitter tweet and said, do you want to try it? See what you think? All I want is an honest opinion. If it's any good or not. So I've not heard back from him yet, but he should have only just received it. So, He's not had time to actually give it the test. So, yeah, we'll wait and see yeah, what that's like. Watch this space. Awesome. Absolutely. Uh, it's, they're in great big. They're probably in about ooh, four foot length. And obviously we air dry them and then we cut them down into to chunks, you know, and, uh, and keep them in good condition and then send them out in chunks. Hmm. So what goes into, like, storage-wise of your all your smoking woods? Do you have to keep them all indoors or do you...? We are just in uh, just in talks at the moment of a new shack. Uh, the one we've got is too small at the moment. So there is an actual so, smokewood shack then? There is, yeah, there is. It doesn't look like anything that is on our little logo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, saying that, we did make one of those at Christmas. Um, you know, one of these little Christmas when you do the, you know, the um, with chocolate and logs. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 like a gingerbread house. That's the one. We yeah. did make one, or we tried to anyway, but it was a bit of fun. <laughs> so, but no, there is actually a shack. There's actually two shacks at the moment because we've outgrown one um, where we do all the packing, etc. And we've got quite huge drying sheds where everything is stored under cover. And so it dries out to our specific parameters. And we're quite fussy that we want all our products to be the same moisture content which i'm not telling you what it is um so you get the smoky goodness all the time so you're not going to get a bag one month you know and the next three months later you know it's a totally different moisture content because we just believe in quality products and that's what we want to provide Mm. everything i've had so far has absolutely been fantastic and Again, like delivery and stuff, just we, I ordered it and I had it the, the, I think it was next day. I think I actually arrived at my house next day and I did the, uh, you've got the uh, special offer, like the £50 where you sort of build up what you want, which I found awesome. So I got to try out sort of everything, not everything, but a majority of uh, like sort of stuff you had on offer, which was quite cool. I tried a bit of this and a bit of that and it came the next day and I was smoking with it that night. So I was I was astonished. It was brilliant, and I've I've really loved everything that I've tried so far. So it's been awesome. Oh, brilliant, excellent. We, yeah, we brought that one in because we've always said we, you know we're a small family company and we're p- pretty fl- flexible at what we do. So you know, if somebody sends me a tweet, you know, what's this like? We'll send it. So we don't have a problem with it, you know, because we want to do the journey with them. You know, if if you want to try a vine, or send it out. Um, not a problem. Or what we tend to do um, if we get an order in. Um, we'll put a couple of extra pieces in, you know, for you to try another flavour because we understand, you know, nobody wants to pay too much more for something they might not like. So we're quite happy to do that. And, you know, with a 50 quid special, like we say, you get 14 kilograms of chunks and you choose what you want, basically. So, you know, 
Um, I've got guys who run pop-up restaurants and they just order 14 kilograms of oak. And then, you know, you get other people who order bits and pieces. So, yeah, I think it works for everybody. Yeah, a friend of ours, uh, Kelly Bramhill, dreaming of a good life. She uh, had a pretty awesome shipment from you recently, we saw, and uh, had a, a, a wide array of things that she's been trying out, which all look awesome. And she's she's been chatting to us, saying that uh, everything's been absolutely epic so far as well. So great feedback all around. Kelly's fantastic. I've spoken to her, I think, once, twice on the phone. And I follow her, um, you know, a podcast, not a podcast, sorry. So, um, yeah, a blog. blog, yeah. And it's absolutely fantastic. Her photographs are just absolutely crazy. You know, they, they are right. They take you right there, don't they? They transport you to what she's talking about. They're awesome. They are. They're absolutely fantastic. And you know, some of the recipes she's doing are absolutely incredible. You know, I mean, the egg yolks. I would never have thought of that in a million years. You know, it was just incredible. I'm not going to try it because I'm not mad keen on that. But um, I've done some of the other stuff, and and it's just turned out absolutely amazing. You know, she's she's a great person. Yeah, she's. Just she had the smoked mackerel that she had the pictures of the other yeah. day, and I was just like, those pictures incredible. just. Oh, yeah. do you know, like some people just capture things well, and and she just really does. She just has got it and captures it well, and and yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. That was a really good little post that was. So. So yeah, keep it, it coming, is. Kelly. We're loving it. Mm. Absolutely. You know, the pictures on our on, on our website, um, I've done a couple, but what I've actually done is I've got people to contribute. Uh, barbecue Stews puts them on there as well, which is fantastic. And, you know, if you've done a great picture of something you've cooked on our wood, or maybe not on our wood, send it to me. I'll put it on our website because I want people to say, to see, hey, you know, there's more than sausages and chicken. You know, you can do all these wonderful things just by smoking it and dropping the temperatures down and, you know, doing all that. So, yeah, we have quite a few pictures on our main page just to show what uh, what can be done with a bit of smoky goodness. Mm. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. I saw it when it was flicking through. I thought like Bucky's stew little shack in the background there. It's yeah. infamous yeah. shack. Yeah, isn't it? like, it's I'm absolutely so brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine the neighbours when that were going up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, it's brilliant. I love it. So, James, so with your woods, how much of your wood comes from like, the UK? How much do you import it and stuff like that? Yeah, how do you go about sourcing it all? Oh, we're very, very picky on that. Um, you wouldn't believe how many offers we get for wood a month. It's incredible. We get loads, and I've got a very strict criteria where it comes from, uh, sustainability, and I want to see paperwork. And we refuse most of it, to be honest with you, because it's unethical, and we don't want to go down that, work, uh, that route. The wood has got to come down naturally, um, you know, if someone's just got a cherry tree in the in the backyard and they think, well, I can earn a bit, you know, a couple of quid off uh, smoke which out with this, I'll drop it, won't touch it, not interested. You know, it, it's got to be from sustainable sources. Oh, I wish I hadn't um, cut down that tree now. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. Damn, it was you, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Stop chopping down the trees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll get me coming after you now. Uh, yeah, we, we're quite strict with where it comes from. Um, it's, I go on other websites, and unfortunately, there's a black in um, in timber at the moment as well, uh, because a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon and they're dropping the prices down, and, and it's obvious 
what they're doing, you know, and I just think it's it's wrong. And and also, you you don't know if the actual wood you're buying is the genuine thing as well. You know, if you if you can't tell a piece about from a piece of cherry or a piece of apple, you could be buying anything. You could be buying a piece of sycamore, or you could be buying anything. So. What I would say, my advice would be from buy from a reputable person, you know, who you know where they're getting it from. It's been looked after. Because at the end of the day, you've got your meat. It's fantastic meat. You know, it's probably being hand-reared and, you know, organic and all the rest of it. And then you're going to throw a crappy piece of wood on it and uh, spoil it. So, no, you know, do it properly. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I see there's a few recipes from uh, the Bullet Brothers and... uh also barbecue barons you work with i know you sponsor the bullet brothers don't you we do we've just sponsored them this year and i've been speaking to chris on quite a few occasions he's a great guy not really spoke to the other other chaps uh, but that'll come later on yeah so we're going down to uh, to grill stock which i'm really looking forward to i went to the manchester one um, a couple of years ago that was a good event and uh, yeah so i'm really looking forward to it so it should be good yeah, we'd be there Barbecue selling Barons. stuff, or are you there just to just a party? No, I'm not. No, <laughs> I think people are there to enjoy themselves. They don't want to be walking around with you know uh, twenty kilogram of chunks <laughs> on the back. So <laughs> just imagine that you know everyone looking miserable because they've got a big bag of wood in their hands. So yeah. no, I'm just enjoying myself. It's like the the airport thing. Like yeah. they'd be the the guys carrying all these chunks of wood under their arms, like walking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need some trolleys on the go. Yeah, we'll, we'll be seeing you there. We're looking forward to grill stock. Uh, mm. Be nice to put a lot of uh, faces to all the names that we talk about on the podcast and all these people Absolutely. people we speak to and stuff like that. It'd be awesome getting together to have one big party. That's what the grill stock guys want it as. It's like one big backyard barbecue party. So a little bit bigger than that, but uh, yeah, that'd be big cool. Big backyard. Yeah, big backyard. <laughs> no, yeah, I've spoken to Marcus a few times on the phone. It'd be nice to actually meet him. Uh, we have some good chats about wood because. He's just as passionate as myself where we want to try and promote British woods because I think we've got some fantastic ones. And I had a chat with him once who was mentioning silver birch. And he's, you know, have you tried it? I said, no, I've not tried that. So went out, sourced some. You know, it's absolutely, it's great. And we've sold quite a bit of it, which is, which is nice, you know. We do sell things like hickory and mesquite, which we can't get in this country. But, you know, we've we've got to import it. Um, because I think, you know, people expect it, you know, mentioned barbecue and hickory seems to be the first thing that springs to mind, which I want to try and change, you know, I want them to have a look at British woods. Mm. Beach is a, a great wood as well. And I think it's totally underestimated, but it's a fantastic wood. Yeah, it's funny that because it was actually Marcus who who put me on to the silver birch, and then yeah. I came across it on your website, and that's one of the things I ordered, and I and I love yeah. it as well. It's, it's that's the first time I tried it, and I, I had fantastic results from it. So so yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's great. Beach is another one. I did a promotion probably eighteen months ago, and I thought beach is great. Why is nobody buying it? So I offered it free. I said, right, okay, tell you what, you pay the postage, I'll give you the 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 beech wood for free, and, and nobody took me up on it. I was absolutely Even though it was free. Yeah, give, you know, I couldn't believe it. You know, so can you run this promotion again? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I thought, well, you pay the postage, so I'm not out of pocket apart from a bit of wood, and just to promote it, and nobody took me up on it. I couldn't believe it. You know, I tweeted about it, 
and put it on the website and I thought, all right, I'm going to be busy here. Mm. But nobody did, you know. I, I, but um, <laughs> When it comes to like the wood stuff, do you, when it comes to like, chips and dust, do you produce that yourself? Do you just get in a massive log and you turn it into no, these different things? We've, we, we buy it, but we're actually trying to produce it ourselves. We produce the dust. Uh, that's a byproduct, and when we're cutting all the, the chunks up, it gets sucked into a great big, uh, oh, I don't know what the, yeah, a big thing that it collects it anyway. So extractor, we do produce extractor, that's the mm. word I'm looking for. So, yeah, we do produce his own dust, yeah. and then that all gets sieved and that. And um, we are trying to make chips, but they're not coming out as good as what we want at the moment. So we're still, still experimenting with that. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, because um, the moisture contents have got to be a bit different, so we've got to dry it and do a bit more to it, obviously. Um, so, yeah, but th- the dust is fine. It's not a problem. How do you measure the moisture content in wood? With a moisture meter. Sorry, bump, you asked for that one, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> it's a moisture meter, and it's just about the size of your mobile phone with two great big spikes on, and you jab it in your wood, and it gives you a moisture reading. Um, but not all moisture meters are equal. I've got three, and each one says a different number. So, you know, you, if you want a decent, for what you're doing, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But for what I'm doing, you're looking at 200 quid, 250 quid for a decent moisture meter. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and that gives me an accurate reading of what I need to do to dry it out or to actually rehydrate it, which are don't really have to do because um, woods hydroscopic so it will actually take on water or lose water depending on the environment you you keep it in mm. so will it change a lot once we've like ordered some and left it in the shed for a bit is that potentially changing yeah. the moisture there it can do it. if you just leave the bag open it'll be fine yeah um with this country's humidity and temperature it'll be absolutely fine so um, so I best to leave problem... it open rather than close because I always felt like the other way around. I was like, better keep these bags sealed. Depends where you leave it. If you put it next to a warm fire, it'll dry out, and and that's it's great for firewood, but not for what we need it for. So if you put it in the shed, or you know, you don't want any rain going onto it, otherwise you're going to start getting mold and spores and nasty things like that. Um, but if you just put it in the in the shed and leave it open, I used to actually supply um, big net sacks at one time, but it just took absolutely ages to actually fill them, you know, because it catch on the side. So, but that was great, and you know, somebody wants them, I just send them them. That's fine, you know, send them a couple of sacks and put the chunks in, and they just hang them up in the shed, and you know, gets the airflow around and keeps them nice and dry and in the right conditions. Mm. Awesome. With your with your sort of array of products, you sort of uh, provide us with the smoky goodness for all sorts of stuff. Uh, mm. So, so what what are you sort of obviously I know that you're into barbecue and have been into barbecue for years. You, you mentioned that you you're doing a lot of cold smoking and stuff like that. What, what? I do actually. I love cold smoking. Um, this afternoon, I'm I'm actually going to do the barbecue barons one where they've done the nuts, the cold smoke, the nuts. So I've just bought a load of cashew nuts, which I'm going to, I think there's butter and sugar and whatever it is. Uh, and then I'm going to cold smoke them this afternoon. Um, I, do, awesome. I do a lot of bake. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I normally do them while I'm working. I just throw the uh, the cold smoker on and then have a snack in the afternoon with something I've cold smoked, you know, nuts or something like that, which is great. 
Um, I do a lot of bacon. I've probably got um, about six in the fridge at the moment, which is just curing. So I cure me, cure me on bacon and smoke all that. Awesome. Um, so, so I, I, do a lot, I did a lot of charcuterie and do a lot of charcuterie, but something I haven't mm. really ventured into a lot of is stuff like the smoked butter and mm. the smoked yeah. uh, cured yolks and all that sort of stuff, cheeses and stuff. I've done a lot of the, the meats, yeah. the cold smoke kind of bacon and stuff like that, but I would like to really travel down a lot more the the roots of and experiment a lot more with that side of things like smoking butter and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's something that really interests me so i did some almonds yeah. the other day didn't i yeah, yeah they, they were, were really epic nice. they're really good yeah oh, wow. just completely transformed sugar? sugar yeah um dark sugar um you know me- oh, or muscovado or, or something mm. like muscovado. that mm. it's fantastic I, I read on somebody's website, I think it's two girls somewhere up north, and they do smoke smoking Joans. Oh gosh, I forgot the name now. Sorry. And she had a recipe where she'd smoke some sugar, and I did this, and I said to my wife, "Look at this, fantastic! It's great." And she stuck a finger in it, and she had disgusted and threw it away. And I was like, <laughs> okay, thanks for that. <laughs> and <laughs> put a teaspoonful of that on strawberries. Oh mm. gosh, I tell you, the flavour is. She loved it. You know. Wow. Met her, eat her own words, you know, and yeah. just not uh, so and the much, strawberries, just not so much yeah, in a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but on strawberries, strawberries, a bit of uh, smoked sugar is absolutely fantastic. You know, it forms into a syrup, coats the strawberries, and the flavour is just absolutely fantastic. So yeah, and it keeps really well in the cupboard as well in a plastic container. So whenever I have strawberries, a teaspoonful of uh, smoky sugar goes on that, and it's it just. Yeah, it really revolutionises it. It's nice. It's mm, great. Definitely going to try that. I was going to say one of the only things you don't do is is the smoking pellets, but I've just seen on the website that you <laughs> they are coming soon. <laughs> What's happening with that? Oh, dear me. Um, decided a couple of months ago to manufacture our own pellets because looked into it, wasn't too impressed on some of the pellets that were out there because they said, you know, they're 100% pellets. And some companies, they are what they say. They are, they're 100%. But I found others, it was 40%. You know, if you've got a hickory pellet, it was 40% hickory and the rest might be oak. And I just think that's a bit wrong. Mm. So we've decided to manufacture our own pellets. We've invested heavily in all the machinery to, to manufacture pellets. And it's so difficult to make pellets. It's unbelievable. I've not actually managed to make one yet. So uh, it's... Work in progress. Coming soon, but not that soon. (laughs) Progress, yeah. So... um, I suppose a perfectionist like yourself, you don't don't want to be putting out something, like you said, you weren't impressed with what's available. So you're looking at developing something that's that's better. So I suppose that you taking the time is a good thing there. It is. We've, um, on a couple of forums that I go on to, obviously the British Barbecue Forum, uh, I've got a couple of guys on there who are interested in testing them for me when I finally get them. And another forum I go on, which is the um, UK Smokers, which is a website which is, is really good, which is an offshoot of um, an American an American website, which is... Uh, great I and mean, you know there's a lot of people on there who actually participate and they're going to try and uh, check our products as well so it's yeah it's quite good there's a good community out there but like any product that we bring out you know we want to make sure that it's quality before we we try selling them you know what i might fix good somebody else it was absolutely and 
I'd rather not go down that route. Rude. Yeah, because I, I currently for cold smoking, I use um, like my own version of the uh, the amazing tube, which is like an American uh, cold smoking device, and I use pellets yeah. with that. But I'm actually waiting on my uh, CSG from Pro uh, Q, which is what Kelly uses, and I'll, I'll be using some of your dust with that and giving that a try, which is which will be awesome. Looking forward to giving that a go. But yeah, I, I currently use pellets, so I'm looking forward to you uh, you finally smashing it out and, and getting getting down to what you want to the product that you want to put out there and, and giving that a go. No, brilliant. I'll keep you in the loop, and when I finally get round to making one, uh, or maybe more than one, <laughs> just I'll send wear. one pellet, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep you going. Moisture content. You, you've got to have the moisture content literally to such a fine parameter, and you know you put all the dust in at the top, and you've got the dust trickling out at the bottom, and then you think, okay, it's a bit dry. I'll just add a bit of water. Next thing you know, all the alarms are going off, and it's going ballistic, and pellets have formed in the dyes you know because i've put too much moisture in um you know so it's, it takes probably three or four hours to try and chip the dye out yeah, all the, a very intricate process it is and it takes forever you know so i'm sure it'll be worth it in the end though we're looking forward to it so mm, i'm sure the rest yeah. of the uk barbecue world is as well it'd be great to have our own uk british uh, wood pellet of a good quality yeah, it'd be nice, you know. Do do beech and apple, cherry, and you know all the all the the UK was that'd be great. Yeah, it'd be nice. Do you think the reason that people are blending other woods is that is that make it easier to make the pellets? You think? Um, I think it's flavour. I think sometimes you know oak can be a bit overpowering, um, so they want it blending with. I know another company that I spoke to in the states. Um, who are going to be importing very soon. They do hickory or they do their own flavour of pellets, which is a mixture of cherry, apple, a bit of maple or whatever. And I think they call it the perfect mix. You know, and they say it's their perfect mix because it's got a bit of everything. You don't need to have anything else with it. But I'm along the, the angle of, well, you know, I think the customer should choose because, like me, when I cold smoke, I use a different mixtures for different things, you know, and I want to be in control of... Yeah, it's a flavour, it's a seasoning, like mm. like anything. Absolutely. I mean, like, you don't just chuck paprika on something that you don't want paprika on, so... Absolutely. Having the choice so, of what you're you're using is, is vital, I think. I mean, I can imagine wanting a, a, a an unknown mixed blend or something mm. of, for a generic mm. smoky flavour, because, like, smoky flavour, uh, you're wanting a specific flavour. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. And, you know, I put it out there on a on a forum and got great, you know, um, what I thought I was right. People wanted the choice, you know, and, and they wanted to be able to say, right, okay, I can buy a bag of this and a bag of that. And if I want to mix it, I can, you know. I don't want to be controlled by what is in the actual one pellet, so to speak. So, yeah, I've just got to make them then and get them out there. So um, that's work in progress, let's say that. Mm. Um, along with the Bradley Biscuits as well, we're trying to make them um we've been asked to try and make them by a wholesaler a lot of our products we, we do wholesale through the retailers as well so um one ladies came to us and said can you make these because they're ever so expensive so we had a look at them and thought yeah that'll be a breeze we'll do that so we made the molds um to put the biscuits in and we looked at what was in it and, and we can't do it okay <laughs> <laughs> and it was the case of right you know so over christmas I had a couple of days off thought right we're going to make these biscuits it's going to be a breeze so we put everything in and all the binders and everything and um no forget it back to the drawing board on that one so um it's easier said than done 
I don't know what the legalities are. I'll have to speak to my brother-in-law who's my barrister, so uh, <laughs> to make sure I don't get sued. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there are like other other biscuit things out there, like made by other people. Mm. So it has been achieved by other people. I've seen like unofficial ones before. Yeah, yeah. how good they are, though, mm. you never know. I've just no, seen you, you do a you do a skewer, a wooden skewer. Yeah, that's the cedar skewer. Um, we import all our planks from the from the states. Um, I tried sourcing them in the UK and couldn't get them done anywhere. Um, people who were actually selling the Western Red Cedar, you know, said, "Yeah, can you make me these planks?" Yeah, how many do you want? Uh, Ten thousand. You want me? <laughs> you want me to stand there and make ten thousand of these planks? Yes, please. You're having a laugh, mate, aren't you? So. No, couldn't get them done, so we ended up importing them from uh, from the States, and they're, they're fantastic. It's a totally different way of cooking. Oh, I do a lot of kebab stuff, like from my, my uh, Iranian background, I do loads of kebab stuff, so mm. I'm really interested uh, trying those out, so that's cool. Oh, I'll send you some skewers, because the, the skewers are just um, Western red cedar, um, yeah. flat with a little pointy bit on, so yeah, I'll send you some of them, have a play. Mm. Um, they're quite good, yeah, I soak mine in beer beforehand. Um, yeah, cool. Or cider, you know, keep them uh, from bursting into flames, etc. And you get a bit of a bit of a tang afterwards. So it's mm. quite nice, yeah. With the planks that you guys do, like I've I've tried out a few different planks, and I've always got quite varying size-wise. I've had some that are like quite thick cuts of wood, and some that have almost been too thin that they like don't really do anything. Like, if if you've got like an optimum thickness that you think is the best size to make a grilling plank. Yeah, um, size-wise depends what you're doing. We do four different sizes. We do an individual portion size, which is a four-inch by seven-inch, and we sell loads of those to different restaurants um, because it's perfect, you know, just for serving up for the individual customer. Uh, And then we do the five by eight-inch, and then I think it's the six by 12-inch, which is the largest we do. We can get larger ones, but um, we didn't import them because, we, you know, we just thought that was the the best size um thickness wise it's about 10 millimeters thick where you're not they're not thin enough they're just going to burst into flames but they're too thick you know that you're paying money for something that you're not going to use so yeah the first time i tried um planking was oh gosh about 18 months ago and was having a barbecue and my father-in-law brought this um this trout round because he's a bit of a fisherman so I thought, right, okay, what can we do with this? I know, let's put it on a plank. Seen it advertised, don't know how to do it. <laughs> so um, literally just split a piece of oak into about a one-inch thick block, threw this salad, uh, this trout on it, seasoned it, and threw it in there. And the flavour was fantastic. And, you know, literally it was, right, okay, got to do more of this. This is great. You know, so that's how we started. It was one of those you know mad professor moments like okay let's try it threw it on uh, yeah and it was great you know the flavors were, were great yeah i think someone uh, one of the guys from the uk barbecue mag uh, recently was it in the most recent episode uh, issue or the the last issue yeah they did a, a big old uh, plank sort of a special and hmm. and sort of gave a few recipes out and tips and stuff like that that was really cool so if you want to yeah. learn some stuff you can get on there and, and read that and uh, order your planks from smithwood chat and give it a go yourself it is, yeah. There, um, there's some great recipes. Um, Angela, who's on the Twitter, she's uh, she's just bought a lot of planks from us, and I recommended a cookbook that that I've got. 
and there's some crazy uh, recipes for antelope and I think there's a yak on there or something but um, it can be substituted with venice or goat or whatever but there's, you know you can even do desserts on planks um, you know and rice dishes which is, is fantastic you know you're not just limited to fish and chicken which which cookbook is that Oh gosh, you've got me. You've put me on the spot. Now, <laughs> That's uh, all right. That's all right. We can, um, we can maybe come back to that. It's all right. No worries. I'll come back to you on that one. Uh, it's a husband and wife team. Um, okay, cool. Can't remember the name. That's all right. No worries. Speak to Angela. She just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. With the planks, it is. A, I think there's a bit of a debate really with them about whether you can reuse them or not. Like I've sometimes, yeah. like, sometimes people do. Sometimes people are like, well, I don't you don't really want to reuse them? What do you think? It, um, the taste, if you cook salmon with them, um, it's how you clean them. You can't use detergents, ideally, otherwise the detergent can go into the wood. And then you've, you know, if you've done salmon one day, maybe you could do salmon the next, but I certainly wouldn't like to try putting lamb or other delicate flavours back onto that because you'll get the flavours coming back through. Um... So if you're going to be cooking salmon and then salmon yeah, again, then you're not a problem. Yeah, not a problem it's okay. but... No, it shouldn't okay, be a cool. problem. It also depends if you're cooking direct or indirect. If you're cooking directly over the coals, you'll tend to have more charring on the plank itself and it'll be more damaged. So you might not get a second or a third um, cook out of it. But if you're cooking it indirectly, there shouldn't be a problem. You know, there's not much damage done to the plank. Um, just rehydrate it well. I, I use apple juice um, to soak my planks in. It, nice. um, it's fantastic. Yeah, you get a slight apple tang on it. So um, it's nice. Yeah, it's good. Nice different flavour. And it's great to drink afterwards. The uh, the flavour of apple and sea is <laughs> yeah. absolutely amazing. Sounds good. Give it a try myself. Your website's really good. I really enjoy your website, smokewithshack.com. There's loads of like really good information, especially people like, uh, or even for like, people like us who have been smoking for a while now and, and people who sorry I got another call coming through I'm just going to cancel that one second <laughs> weird hello torn back later <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah there's there's loads of good information on there and there's people starting out or people like us like I was saying so like you've got like the, the size matters page which just goes through basically explaining what all the different sort of uh what all your different products are for and what, what you're meant to be using for. You've got all your, your barbecue smoking woods and flavours page, which has like all the different sort of flavours and what, what's best to use them with and what they uh, yeah. and what, what they go well with and stuff like that, which is really cool. And then you've got like the store and you've got recipes from everyone. And the recipes is actually, I haven't been on the recipes until today. So today is the first time I've, and about just flicking through them though, you've got some really awesome recipes from like a really good sort of uh, range of people on there, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. It is. Uh, people who've contributed are what I call, you know, the well-experienced in the barbecue world. You've got the barbecue barons on there. You've got Chris A. from the Bullet Brothers also. You just like James Ash, barbecue barons, like you're saying, uh, Chris Arnold. We've got like Smokeyard Kitchen. There's a lot of like awesome cool names, names Fire there. and Smoke Revolution. So there's loads of like barbecue stew. And they're just like the ones I've just pulled up from the page there. They're, that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. There's some really good recipes on there. And I think what we tried to do was say, okay, you know, smoking is still in its infancy in the UK. And it's kind of saying, okay, come onto our webpage. This is what you can do. You know, these are the fantastic things that you can make. 
Um, but then if you go to the recipe page, it also shows you how to do it. And I think that was one of the things I was disappointed disappointed on with, on the uh, the barbecue show. You know, um, barbecue quest. I think it was called barbecue champ. Was barbecue champ. That was the one. Lovely program. Contestants were absolutely awesome, and they served up things that I could only dream about. But I wanted to see more of how they did it. You know. Um, so I think production wise, you know, that could have been a bit better, but, um, some of the things they did was just absolutely amazing, you know, fantastic. Absolutely great. Yeah, definitely made me hungry. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You know, watching that and thinking, gosh, how how did you do that? Wow. You know. That's one of the things that resounds resounds about you and the Smokewood Shack, though, is that you guys, your motto is that you'll provide the smoky goodness and that the other guys provide the talent. That's one of the mottos, and I think that's great that yeah. you, you tend to, you're very modest, but you, you actually are an experienced cook and, and have barbecued a lot, but actually you want other people to experiment. You're, you're actually hoping to catalyze the experimentation, and, and there's so much more to learn, and that's what you're about, and, and that just hoping that people can sort of feed back and like having all those different recipes and stuff like that on your website is awesome. It is. We kind of, when, when we started going, uh, in the beginning, it was a case of, well, what shall we call ourselves? Smoke. Yeah. Well, that's obvious. Wooden. Yeah. Okay. Smoke with garage. Well, we're not really in a garage, you know? And my son said, shack. What about shack dad? Yeah. Smoke with shack. Okay. That's got a ring to it. Okay. Let's go for that then. So we did. You know, and then it was the strap lines, and it just came by accident. You know, we're providing smoky goodness, but once we've sold you the wood, it's down to you, you know. So you provide the talent, and, and you do, you know, which is, you know, obvious on Twitter and on our recipes that we have on our pages. And, you know, we provide the goods, you provide the talent. Yeah, that that's just goes with the fact that, that barbecue is young still. I mean, yeah, people have been barbecuing for thousands of years, but yeah. actually we've only there's so much more that we can do in experimentation it's just and wood's like another just another flavor and, and like how we can use it there's so many different ways like just from like the different products that you provide there's so many different ways of using it in our cooks and stuff so it's like we've only just scratched the surface and actually you are putting it out there and saying that you guys are the talent and and let's see what you can do with it so it's like almost like a challenge you order the great wood you get the great product what can you do with it let's have a look it is. Um, just before you rang, I was actually replying to an email. Uh, there's a guy over in Southern Ireland wanted to start up a smoking business, and he said, you know, can you supply me? Yeah, of course we can. This is what it's going to cost. And then, you know, email comes back, but I can get it cheaper. Hmm. You know, I can get it a lot cheaper. But what are you buying? You know, you've, like I've just reiterated previously, you know, we're providing the flavor profiles. You know, we're providing the wood, you know, stick to a company not just smoke with shack but there's other companies out there who are providing excellent products you know um go with somebody reputable because at the end of the day you know like myself we provide um to restaurants and you know they've got to put their dishes out day in day out and they've got to have the same flavors because that's what customers want you know and if you you're supplying products that they're a bit hit and miss it's not going to work you know you're not going to stay in business no, and now people are more and more interested in the story about where their where their food comes from and, and where Absolutely. their their yeah. plate of food has how it's been made and what what's gone into it and and just as much as you you want to use a, repute, a reputable butcher or a farmer or whatever you want to be using exactly the same exactly yeah. the same that's you in my eyes get what you pay for don't you you're going to pay for 
some quality product, then you're going to get it, aren't you? And that's what I think the people that are involved heavily appreciate that you're going to pay a bit more to get a better product. That's fine, use battery hens, but if you want a nice corn-fed, free-range hen, you're going to taste the flavour difference. Even in an egg, you know the difference between a, a free-range egg and, a, and a, one of these battery hen eggs that you get. The difference is phenomenal. And it's the same with everything. Like, it's, it's exactly the same. It is, absolutely, you know, and it's a product at the end of the day, it's no different, you know, if it's been looked after, I know it's a lump of wood, you know, but I could send you two bits of wood and you'll get two different totally flavours, you know, just by the moisture content and how it's, you know, um, the moisture content of it. Yeah, so, yeah. So, in your position, could you name your favourite wood? Definitely apple and oak, um, I love it. I love apple and oak. Um, I cold smoke with it, I hot smoke with it. If I'm doing my ribs, uh, I use mainly oak, to be honest with you, on that. So, uh, yeah, I love oak. I really do. Um, full of probably apple and then beech, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, hickory, I only use for my bacon. Not a big fan of hickory. Uh, I love cutting it because the smell is just fantastic. You you know, when you cut in hickory in the shack, um, the smell is just of bacon. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love beach as well. It's one of those, for me, it was a funny one, though, because mm. when I first uh, sort of come, got into the sort of smoking side of things and, and uh, <clears throat> I ended up with a, a, load of, a load of beech wood from whatever my order was or whatever it was. I can't really remember how, but I ended up with a load of beech wood and that's what I used mm. predominantly for like my first few months of smoking. And, and I guess from just just that and, and trying it i i love beach myself as well that's a, that's a word mm. that i use a lot it is yeah it's uh, we've got loads of it got absolutely tons of the stuff and um yeah it's seasoning nicely so we've got plenty yeah plenty of everything actually we're not going to run out soon put it that way yeah and matt from oxford charcoal also recommended beach as a good good wood mm. for making charcoal as well so it's a good all-rounder oh, really Absolutely, yeah. I've never used um, flavoured charcoal. Um, I, I'm a, I must admit, I'm a, I'm a lumpwood man myself. I'm not really into my briquettes. I've, I've tried the, the Aussie beads, but um, they were okay. But I prefer my lumpwood. We're with you, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. I just like the way it burns and uh, the way I control it and everything, which is nice. It's good, yeah. Mm. Cool. Awesome. So, so what's next on the? Uh, on the horizon for Smokewood Shack, it's just the What's pellets. On the horizon? Yeah, yeah, it's the pellets. I've got to try and master the pellets. I mean, I thought by the end of probably September last year, things will go a bit quiet, and I'd have more time to, you know, do other things and experiment and bring other products out and things. But not a chance so far, though. <laughs> but it's not happened. It's um, cold smoking has definitely, you know, taken hold in the UK. So we've just been busy providing and, you know, creating dust, so to speak, for cold smoking. <laughs> um, before we know it, we're nearly, you know, it's uh, it's April now, and um, it's going to be back to hot smoking and barbecuing and all the rest of it. So. Yeah, I think um, the way barbecue, I think it's definitely here to stay. I, th- I don't think so many companies that have invested so much time and effort and money in all these wonderful restaurants that are popping up up and down the country. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a great revolution is barbecue, definitely. Um, I think I actually mentioned it. It was probably the biggest 
inventions since the microwave, you know, the biggest revolution since the microwave oven to actually take on in the UK. It's just incredible. Yeah, yeah I think it's been been invented quite a while ago <laughs> yeah it is you know we've you know going back you know man it is you know um it's like with the dirty steaks isn't it you know um absolutely love it. it's the only way that i'll actually eat steak now is if it's a dirty steak thanks marcus for that one you're a genius and it's great yeah you know um I, I do that i probably cook them at least once a week it's absolutely fantastic so got some great steaks some great big 10 inch 10 ounce steaks and they go on there all dirty and yeah can't beat it it's the only way to cook it awesome and you're, you're going to be you mentioned you're going to be at Grillstock are you going to be at any other event this year are you, uh, are you uh, hitting the circuit or are you you just no, hitting Grillstock no actually the um, the UK Smokers which is a branch of I'm trying to find it now because you've put me on the spot and I've got a terrible memory is oh let me find it gosh this is killing me now <laughs> UK smokers um, we've got a weekend in July and it's quite a small event it's run by myself Wade and Steve and Danny pops up and um, it's part of the smoking meat forums uh, .com and we've got a zoned kind of group on there called the UK smokers and it's quite a small group but it's a nice little group where you know you exchange ideas tips and all the rest of it uh, um, I think it's on the, we're on the third weekend, uh, the third year running now, so that's nice. We all get together, have a few drinks, poos, make food, um, and then open the campsite up to all the guests who all you know come in by the hordes and, uh, and eat barbecue. And it's a really good weekend. Yeah, you meet people again, you know, awesome. like online. So yeah, you know, I think that's the 27th of July, if I'm right. Oh, have to UK, check, UK keep an eye on that. Check that out. Yeah, have a look at that one. Um, yeah, it's a good event. Cool, cool. But, Sounds uh, good. Apart from that, I think it's just um, it's just real stock for me. Um, it's taking the time off, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know, we're only a small family firm, and if you know, we'll disappear down there. Um, the orders don't get done, and we've got to supply the smoky goodness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the demand is there, so you need to you need to be hitting that, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Lovely stuff. Right, well, that's us. We're around the hour mark, so I'm going to call that a day there. That was brilliant. That's that was fine. really good, so thank you very much. Thanks for putting me on the spot. I really appreciate you it. You know, thanks for coming <laughs> back and smashing it like you have. Ideal. No, it's been great. It's been a pleasure chatting to you, chaps. Can we just roll off there uh, where people can find you, if you, if you would like to just uh, let people know where they can find you, where they can order from and stuff like that? Yeah, um, Smokewood Shack. We can be found at smokewoodshack.com or you can find us on Smokewood Shack on Twitter and also on Facebook. Um, if you've got any questions, send me an email or generally just get in touch and uh, we can supply you with the smoky goodness. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks Take for coming care. on and we'll chat soon. Thank you very much. Take care. Cheers. Cheers. See you now. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. As always, we're brought to you by ProQ Barbecue Gourmet and the Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship-winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades, and accessories from the US and around the world.
And Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness and you provide the talent. So if you're looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips, planks and a whole host of other goods, go to smokewoodshack.com and you can find them on Twitter at Smokewood Shack. Goodbye from me and goodbye from me. See you next time, guys. Cheers.